0: <sighs> no. ah.
1: Welcome to Crime by the Bar.
2: It's our Minnesota Mysteries.
1: Shorter, unexplained, or unresolved, or just mysterious cases that we might want to handle.
2: Yeah, this is Minnesota number four.
1: Oh, true, true.
2: I'm kind of excited about this. I I quite Mm. like our Minnesota Mysteries, because there's so many opportunities for them to have all turned out all right.
1: Well, those are the better ones, yes.
2: (laughs) Oh, dear. Why am I thinking that you're worse this week?
1: No, 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 I'm... I'm not that bad. I'm mostly confusing and mysterious. Well, my crime is I can't talk about myself. I'm probably pretty standard. I don't know.
2: No. Are you? I don't know.
1: Well, you tell me. You know me. I don't know me. Um, you're a bit mysterious. <laughs> but not to the point where I would like write it on my dating profile or something.
2: No, you're you're just vague and elusive. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Yeah, so... Yeah, it's tricky. So today we are focusing on wine, wine,
2: red wine red wine everything.
1: actually. Actually, what
2: cups. what are we drinking?
1: We are drinking yes, a mix of uh, Cabernet Sauvignon and Carmenere from Chile.
2: Hmm, this is nice.
1: I do have a soft spot for Chilean red wine.
2: I think Chilean wines generally are pretty great. Yeah, mm. they're
1: my go-to cozy options. Very good for couches and podcasting.
2: Yeah, so far I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, So, Who's worst this week?
1: I'm not sure, so... um,
2: I think you should go with your instinct on this and pick if you think you want to go first or second because I think mine is fine either way
1: Alright, I'll try to go first It should be fine, but yeah Okay, you go first
2: I'm trying to remember where yours was what it was about
1: I think that you might not actually know that because um, I was going back and forth between a lot of cases and couldn't quite make up my mind
2: Oh yeah, and you, I told you well, I told you enough about mine that you knew what not
1: to choose Well, yeah, I knew that the, my alternatives were not conflicting no.
2: Yeah hmm. Okay, I'm curious Tell me, tell me your story Yeah
1: My story is about Lars Mittank Mittank I've never studied German This is German dude um, Have you heard of him? <laughs>
2: No, I haven't.
1: He was a uh, German student who, together with a couple of friends, went on a vacation to Bulgaria.
2: Okay. Nice, nice. Uh,
1: I've never been. I feel mm. I am interested, but I've never been.
2: I'm dying to go, actually. Hmm. I haven't been either, but... um uh, sorry. Go on, <laughs> Sophia. Um, no, not Sophia. No, not Sophia. The no. Germans going on holiday in Bulgaria.
1: Yeah. So specifically to a resort called Golden Sands. Okay. Uh, so it was a group of friends. Uh, they went there in June. It was June thirtieth on two thousand fourteen. Mhm. Yeah, they were there for a, a good while, but uh, a week after they arrived, Lars got into a fight with four other men. Over football. Oh. Yeah. So apparently, I wasn't sure if I should mention this, but maybe people are interested. I know nothing about the football, but uh, he was a fan of Werder uh, Bremen. I don't know what that.
2: Werder Bremen, Bremen. I don't Verde
1: know. Bremen. Uh, and uh, the other group were uh, supporters of uh, Bayern Munich.
2: Ah, I know what that means. I've heard of that one.
1: I know that are locations.
2: I, I don't know the first one. The second one I know is a football team <laughs> that I have seen play on TV. True, true.
1: Uh, but yes, yeah, so there was a uh, scuffle or so. Um, reports very, I'm pretty much assuming there were a lot of alcohol involved.
2: There were a lot of alcohol involved?
1: There was a lot of alcohol involved.
2: Ah, <laughs> I understand.
1: Thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but in the end, as a result of the fight, uh Lars ruptured one of his eardrums Ugh. which is we we were recently i think last week we were talking about uh, ears or something
2: yeah like that. was it last week i think it was yeah yeah
1: it's uh, never a fun thing to imagine, but yeah um damage to the ear so he went to a local doctor mm-hmm. um the doctor prescribed him some antibiotics and as it is with eardrums and pressure stuff uh, he kind of recommended that he shouldn't fly immediately
2: okay um,
1: because that's normal. Uh, but yeah, so uh, they had, uh, this was towards the end of their vacation, so they were planning on going back pretty um, right after that fateful mm-hmm. evening. Lars's prince offered to uh, stay around with him mm-hmm. until he could fly, but uh, he insisted he was fine and they should go go ahead without him, basically. Yeah. So he booked a cheap room in a hotel called Color. Uh, As w- in
2: not black and white color?
1: C O L O R. Um, you oh, American color. color. Yeah, or color. or some, I don't know if that's a thing in Bulgarian, but yeah, that was the name of the okay. hotel. So um, it, it was pretty close to the center of uh, Varna, mm-hmm. which is apparently the third largest city of Bulgaria. But right after the first night or during the first night... Uh, in that hotel he called his mother back in germany mm-hmm. saying that he was being followed oh and that he did not feel safe staying at that hotel huh. there was something weird about it okay so he asked his mother to just to be safe cancel his credit cards <gasps> No. And um, just be sure they still were in contact. So he, uh, she also helped him to book a new plane ticket and a bus ticket for the next day.
2: He wanted to get out of there.
1: He really did, yeah. So he did also mention, sort of very bit, but he did mention that four men had been following slash harassing him about the pills he had, which I assume is the antibiotics.
2: Which is, like, why would you?
1: Either that or they were imaginary pills as in they thought he was carrying pills but he wasn't yeah yeah so he was not feeling comfortable or secure in any way Mm -hmm. Uh, so on july the 8th he took a taxi to varna airport Mm -hmm. and his plan as it looked like or if he told that to the mother was to talk to the uh, doctor on the airport and see if he was allowed to fly immediately because he wanted to get out yeah so there was a lot of, of course, security at the airport, and they had security cameras. And there is footage clearly showing Lars going into the airport. He is uh, wearing a backpack yeah. and carrying a larger bag. Uh, he's walking completely normally, walking around. He's finding the um, like medical office. Yeah. And he goes in. Uh-huh. About 45 minutes later, he dashes out of the office. He uh-huh. runs like he's on fire through the entire airport. What? Once he gets out, he kind of slows down to a jog, but yeah. he's still running. Mm-hmm. And he's running across the entire grounds of the airport, basically, crossing everything, not stopping for anything, uh, until he reaches the edge of the area. Yeah. Where there's a big fence. So he climbs the fence. Yeah. Runs off towards a forest, and it's never seen again. What? like as he was running out like he he had left all his luggage and all his bags behind and just dashed out and disappeared
2: that's that's unbelievable
0: it is kind
1: of weird kind
0: of
1: yeah yeah well i mean the the kind of is it all depends on what actually happened but like we don't have that many details but like it doesn't have happened yeah, I mean, this, of course, a lot of people knew that he went missing. That's why the footage surfaced as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, he he had these worries of the hotel and thought that he was being followed by people. So you
2: think maybe he just, he wasn't being followed at all? And maybe he was having some kind of um, breakdown or... I'm not sure
1: you can't really see anything from the footage and the footage is the main source of any information regarding this. Yeah. Uh, But like he, um, had no history of mental illness or anything like that. So when this came up, of course they started looking for him. Yeah. Never found anything. Wow. Uh, Family was of course uh, worried and this kind of came out on the internet and people looking for information. A lot of theories came up like, um, some of them are more, like, direct, like, yeah, maybe he had a bad reaction to the antibiotics, which I wasn't sure was a thing, but, hey, drugs are drugs, so... Yeah. yeah. Uh, either that or that he might have suffered, like, worse head injuries during the fight. That yeah, worked, that's uh, a detected. good point.
2: That's a really good point. That I is, wonder how well they checked him out.
1: That is the question, like, we don't know. and But also the fact, like, this is kind of drawn out, like, yeah, it's just a couple of days, but still... It's weird to have such a complete snap after, especially, like, saying to his friends, he's completely fine, sending them home, and then getting all paranoid and all this. There were more, like, there are lots of theories, everything from that he would be drug smuggler or um, uh, dealing with some other shady stuff. Yeah. uh, Which is, like, there was no evidence to support any of these theories. Like, he left all of his bags. And even if it panicked, there was nothing illegal or no drugs or anything in his bags. Okay. So he just no, dropped the bags, ran off. Um, there are some varying reports, and I'm not sure how well they're confirmed, but aside from the actual security footage, which is more reliable, uh, some sources claim that the uh, doctor at the airport had confirmed that he was there. Yeah. Uh, but that as he was there, at some point... A man who is still unidentified had walked in, just like dressed like a construction worker, I think. Okay. And when Lars saw him, he started kind of freaking out. That was when. And then he mumbled something and then just ran off and ran out. Uh, but that, that hasn't been confirmed. And
2: But it also doesn't tell you if there was a guy after him or whether there was a, a more significant head injury. Exactly, exactly. Or a reaction to the antibiotics.
1: And no one stands out on the security footage either. Uh, So there are many theories, but I don't know. When I first heard about this, I just saw the first two notes. So basically, happy German tourists suddenly drops all of his bags in an airport and runs off into the forest. Which is like, what?
2: That's Um, completely bizarre.
1: Yeah, digging into it. Like it's still open. They're still looking for him.
2: When did this happen? Uh,
1: 2014.
2: 2014. Wow.
1: Yes, yeah, so it's. Yeah, I mean, it's not that long ago, but...
2: Yeah, hopefully he shows up. Yeah. I wonder what happened to him, and there was never any bodies found or anything else, I assume.
1: Nothing at all, and, I mean, considering the size of the city and the airport, mm-hmm. and that they knew they were looking for someone, I don't think that he would have just, like, run off in the forest and fell down dead there, or so...
2: No, you, yeah.
1: So, I mean, either he must have been... And actually followed and hunted and someone picked him up and Ooh. swept him away or yeah. I don't know he had a panic about his life maybe he wanted to start a new life in Bulgaria
2: yeah but you know. he doesn't know the area it would be kind of yeah. unbelievable that he would I mean it's also the way he leaves he could have just not shown up at the airport at all
1: that's the thing and if he was at the airport like he could have taken his bags and walked away yeah. if it was a choice but also like if he thought he was being hunted then Surely it would be better to stay at the airport because of all the people and security.
0: Unless
2: you think everyone is in on it.
1: Yeah, but then... I mean, okay. Then, I mean, that points more towards some kind of psychosis.
2: Yeah. Um, Okay, if we assume that he was totally lucid, there was no significant head injury, and the Mm. people bothering at the hotel were real, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: then how would we explain it? So he goes to the airport... Wants to make sure he's alright to fly. Speaks to the doctor there. Gets checked out again. And mm. then one of the guys who had been following him walks in. Because I'm I'm going to just go with it. Yeah. And he runs out and goes into the forest because he knows they have a car.
0: Is that I, it?
1: I don't know. Like, I mean, the whole thing is I don't see bizarre. that. Especially not someone just walking in. Because that would still... I would still consider like the airport way more secure. It would be a different thing if he maybe... He walked into, like, the medical station or security Mm -hmm. station on the airport and then saw someone he thought was the dude and then just immediately ran off. Yeah. But no, he was in there for 45 minutes, apparently relatively comfortable Hmm. uh, waiting and trying to get that sorted, but then just dashing off.
2: That's crazy. Do you have any theories?
1: Not really. I mean, I don't think that... Like, okay, it is possible that he was followed or harassed by people earlier at the hotel and stuff. Mm-hmm. But even if he was, I don't think that would be connected to the actual running off at the airport. Yeah. Because that feels weird. Um, so something must have gone wrong. Like the head injury, it doesn't sound too plausible, but yeah. either that or maybe he had been doing some other recreational drugs during the holiday yeah. and that kind of didn't really jive with the antibiotics or something or he had something else and then that became something that fueled some delusions yeah maybe what do you think
2: i don't think it's the behavior of a rational person mm, true so i think there's something impairing him mm. and and whether it's psychosis whether it's uh yeah i i don't i don't know if he was hearing voices or something after the injury that was getting worse, then Mm. it might compel you to do something rather strange. What did the mum have to say? Like, she didn't find anything really out of the ordinary.
1: No, I mean, there were things out of the ordinary, but she reported them. It's... All to do with uh, the conversations before he went to the airport, basically. Yeah, which is... He mentioned that he thought he might be followed, that he thought the hotel was weird, and he did not feel safe there. Mm -hmm. And these things, but... um,
2: Did you look up the hotel?
1: I did have a quick look, but I mean, it's not like they're advertising anything about it. It apparently has decent ratings.
2: Yeah, no, that's my so. question. If it, if it has really bad ratings, that it's, it's a weird place and there's a lot of dodgy characters that hang out there.
1: Nothing stood out to me. It was just like, eh, it's there.
2: That's bizarre. Hmm. I have no idea.
1: Yeah, that is... Uh... Th-
2: this is what I'm really going to be, like, trying to find information on absolutely everywhere, and I want to follow hmm. it. If we find updates, we'll let you know.
1: Yeah, they do have... Um, the, Partly the family is doing some efforts and I, it looks like they have a private investigator oh, wow. helping out as well. So they have a website dedicated to um, uh, like taking tips for this guy. Mm-hmm. Facebook group and things like that. Apparently they were... Well, the whatever the opposite of getting your hopes up is. Uh, with, uh, because apparently there was... An unidentified man was found in Brazil yeah. um, who they thought could have been Lars... But uh, they were following that a lot. But then they finally managed to identify him. And it turned out it was a Canadian dude uh, instead. But they they were tracking that. But, I mean, it's not getting your hopes up since it's actually, you know, a dead body found. And you don't, you want your missing person to be alive, of course. But still, closure is something, I guess. Uh, But no, so this was, I think, mid-2017 or so. And there hasn't been any updates after they confirmed that it was not Lars.
0: Wow.
2: I'm going to check it out, and uh, I'll keep our Twitter updated.
0: Mm, good,
2: plan, good plan. Yeah. If you have any theories, let us know, because it seems like we're stumped.
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> good no, I, choice. Yeah, I, I like it. Like, you don't need that much more than the image of someone just dropping all the bags and running out from an airport. Yeah. Cheers. Uh, into the forest. No, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's uh, it's our mysteries. It's Friday. We need the mysteries.
2: We do. Mystery's going into the weekend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Something to ponder. Mm hmm. Yeah, so that's, that's my mystery.
2: Hmm.
1: Now I want to hear yours.
2: Okay. Mine is in New Zealand this week. Hmm. And it's from 2004. Okay. So, um, mine is about Jim Donnelly. He. Okay, we'll start at the beginning. On Monday, the twenty first of June, two thousand and four, um, okay. Jim had a normal kind of start to his day. He got up at about four thirty in the morning. He woke up his wife Tracy. Um, Is
1: that normal?
2: Well, I think waking up, waking her up, probably was more accidental than anything else. And yeah, it, it was it was becoming the new normal. So he had. Um, He'd been working at the steel mill, Glenbrook Steel Mill, oh, okay. um, south of Auckland for almost twenty years. Um and he'd just been put on a new project. He was a troubleshooter. Um and the okay. new project meant that he had to be up super early. Uh-huh. Um so yeah, it, it was it was normal. He was up at four thirty, woke Tracy up, and you know, they, they had a very brief chat. She was super sleepy and she said her her memory was um of him through sleep blurred eyes. Hmm. Yeah, Jim said to her That he'd bought presents For their children's birthdays um, Which were a few months away
1: Oh, no Wait. Okay, it wasn't immediately But buying presents months in advance? Yeah Do people
2: do I, that? I, I mean, some people do hmm. It it was a little bit weird mm. But, um, you know, this is what, what he was telling her about that morning mm-hmm. He bought a skipping rope For their daughter, Siobhan Who was five And he bought a chess set for Liam Who was seven Um. Hmm. Weirdly, the chess set was supposed to be given on for Liam's 21st birthday. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I find <laughs> this interesting. Planning.
1: That is planning.
2: I, I find this interesting. That's why it's in here. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so...
1: Oh, oh, no. Okay. I, I okay. think
2: you've just put a couple of things together. I'm,
1: yep, yep. Okay. So, gonna, um, shoot,
2: shoot. off he went. He was last seen at about 6.30 in the morning in the staff car park. He parked up and went into the big industrial building. Um, it's it's a massive space. So it's um, it's a huge steel mill. It's nine hundred hectares, which is uh, nine square kilometers or like three and a half square miles.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so it's huge. So he pulls up his car, goes and clocks in to work. And, you know, nothing seemed too odd. He seemed to work fairly independently. So he was seen in the morning in the car park, but typically you, you're not really noticed after that if mm. you're Jim. But Tracy, who was working for Air New Zealand at the time, rang during the day and sent emails and he didn't answer them. She, she needed to confirm that he was gonna pick up the kids from her mother's house at six o'clock that night, which was fairly normal for Mondays, but she wanted to confirm it. Okay. And she didn't get any answers. People started getting concerned. Colleagues said they hadn't seen him all day and whenever the car was found in the uh, parking lot in the the late evening,
0: mm-hmm.
2: well, late afternoon evening, it, it was quite clear there was something not normal. So staff started getting in contact with hospitals. Um, they got in touch with police. They got in touch with his friends. He had uh, a really close friend from uh, when he was 12, 13 and... And, you know, he, he didn't have any information on, on it.
0: Okay.
2: In the end, they sent 43 people out um, over two days to cover the entire 900 hectare uh, industrial estate that mm-hmm. the plant was on. And it was a sergeant, uh, Dean Duthie, that led the search and rescue. But, yeah, they, they didn't find him, put it that way. Mm. So... It's it's a huge steel mill and they have acid vats and they drained one to check for his remains. And they did find a set of keys, the contents of his wallet, including credit card, identity card, and some change. What? Um, yeah, and they also found in his office his prepared lunch from the day he disappeared. So, you
0: hmm.
1: know, he
2: made lunch for himself that day, and that was still in the office. Yeah. One but, thing. But
1: in the vat, they only found. Keys and all Keys, the
2: wallet, yeah, identity cards. So, I guess, passport or whatever. So, pretty much everything that you'd want to have around you if you were going to run away.
1: Yeah, but also the fact that they could identify those pieces as like, I don't know what kind of acid it is, but yeah. apparently not something that would eat through everything. But.
0: Yeah,
2: um, that was another thing. They so they also found his hard hat, I think it was nearby the acid vet,
0: hmm.
2: but no, they tested the acid. To, to be on the safe side but it was um, it wasn't that strong and you mm. couldn't have dissolved a body in it yeah. so I don't know mm. um, bank accounts were checked and phone records were scarred but um, yeah there, there was there was nothing really out of the ordinary there was no like big withdrawals there was um, no calls to a new number in the period before that. That really stood out. Nothing. Mm. Nothing weird. And there were also nothing in in terms of uh, a typical trigger before a disappearance. There were no drug, alcohol, gambling pro- problems. They even looked into whether or not he was having an affair, but that mm. was totally ruled out. So this all kicked off on the Monday, and by Wednesday, his wife Tracy was um, was really frantic. On Wednesday, there was there was a sighting on that day of a man matching Jim's description, running away from searchers. So on the one hand um, she was at least happy that he could be alive, but it's it's also a very strange thing to see. There was a digger operator who spotted a man um, that he described as running for his life. Again, oh. presumably the same one the searchers saw. Huh. Um, the police officer heading up the uh, the investigation and the search also was convinced it was Jim. Okay. Yeah. Later on, there was a sighting of a man wearing mill clothing, um, also believed to be Jim, but there were no mill workers supposed to be in that area of the plant. So it did seem like if it was him, he did seem to hang around. And if it wasn't him, there was some other guy that just showed up. Mm. So, yeah. By Wednesday evening, the search was um, called off. They they were working on the assumption at this point that he was not in the area.
0: Hmm.
2: On Thursday, Tracy and the children left signs for their dad along uh, a road nearby saying, please don't forget soccer on Saturday. Oh. Yeah, there was a whole bunch of them, but how sad is that?
1: That is sad, but that is also, like to be fair, that's really good as a tactic yeah
0: yeah
2: but
1: all that is heartbreaking though just come yeah but a
2: five-year-old and a seven-year-old how do you explain daddy disappeared Mm. on saturday the police inspector found tracks in the shoreline some were washed away by the tide and the inspector was convinced again that it was jim Mm -hmm. um these tracks were all within the the boundaries of the compound it led the whole way to the Mm -hmm. southern boundary and then it seemed to stop near a bank and disappeared into the grass surrounding some oxidation ponds and eventually mm-hmm. they, they went off the steel mill property. Yeah, The, the investigator tried to do everything he could to um, try to make sense of the whole situation. He even went so far as to check the boots that were assigned to the staff members. Mm-hmm. He found out the boots that were most recently issued to Jim and the tread patterns matched the, the tracks that were followed. So it did seem like there were Jim's tracks.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, the police officer reckons they spooked him and put him out of the search area. His friend from school said, I don't like our chances of finding him when he is playing the hunted. He's a chess player. He'll be thinking two, three, four steps ahead. Oh. Yeah. I, whenever someone goes chess <clears throat> player, I'm like, yep. <laughs> if he's any good, then he'll know. <laughs> His wife said the whole thing is baffling. And even now she... um she finds it easier to kind of not deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's become less painful. The kids have a box full of stuff that their dad had given them or things that, that they received from him over the years. And it it is talked about. But I think for Tracy, it's, it's a lot more difficult because she said the only person with answers is Jim and she has no idea at all. Yeah. And you want to believe he's alive, but on the other hand, how do you explain one set of footprints disappearing off? And... Yeah, either something really bizarre happened, and and she's left all alone as a single mum all of a sudden to a five year old and a seven year old, or he left yeah. willingly and left her and the kids.
1: Yeah, but you, I mean, neither neither path makes too much sense. Like, no. Like what you said with like the birthday presents, I get kind of caught up in them.
2: Yeah, I got really caught up in that as well, but it does seem really random.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, sure, that can indicate that he was planning to do something. Um, But it could also be nothing. It could also be nothing. Mm -hmm. And, like, yes, the prepared lunch, but, but also, like, if he was actually preparing to, like, no, no, he wanted to run away and disappear for some reason. Yeah. I can't see why, but if he needed to do that, then there's also the thing, like, if it was actually him they saw when they were doing the searches. Yeah
2: would you stay on the property
1: partly why would you stay and also if people are searching for you the better alternative would be oh hello Uh, no i was just going for a stroll why are you so upset oh sorry i worried my wife i'll tell her and then you run off next week instead
0: Mm, well i don't know
1: i I don't know it it doesn't really make sense it doesn't
2: make sense at all yeah and Also, if you've been working at the plant for 20 years, you'd Mm. like to think he knows which acid is strong enough to dissolve stuff in.
1: True, true.
2: Unless he really thought everyone else was going to be really stupid about it, and they'd find his crap in there and go, oh, he must have dissolved. (laughs) I don't know. It's weird. It's super weird. So this all happened in 2004, but there was a possible sighting of Jim in 2010.
0: Oh. Um there's
2: this guy uh also also in uh New Zealand um it is uh Wa- Wapu Cove it's in Northland it's in mm-hmm. Northland New Zealand but yeah 92 year old Max papich said he was 100% sure that he saw him around the time of the disappearance he mm-hmm. said the way he did his hair pushed it to the side he was the same height same complexion same everything and he said he and his brother actually hired this guy to work on their farm. The man told him he was sleeping on the beach, and it was really strange. It stood out to him because, to him, to Max, mm. um, this guy was a perfectionist and really professional.
0: Hmm.
2: So, in the end, it didn't really lead anywhere. But other than that, the, the only other thing that I think is worth mentioning is there have been mentions that, that Jim may have had some debt, And Mm -hmm. had recently acted strangely, including uh, riding off his car. He also said he wanted to join the Freemasons. Um, (laughs) Okay, then. And apparently he'd stopped engaging with Tracy and was a little bit anxious Mm. um, and disappeared for hours of walks. But who knows if these were indicators of something weird about to happen or if it's just, you know, in hindsight, you're going, well, he did go for a lot of walks in the last couple of months and he was anxious and he did ride off a car and he did... Mm.
1: I mean, the mm. work thing that is always ambiguous, but like, I'm thinking after all these years, they must have been able to figure out if he had debt or not. though.
0: Yeah, I
2: d- that's the thing. Like, It's mentioned, but they also looked into it at the very beginning, mm. and it didn't seem like there was anything significant there. Yeah. And put it this way, Tracy didn't end up uh, having to pay anything off after he died. Mm. Not that she seemed to really benefit from it either, but... It's a strange case,
1: it is strange
2: what do
0: you think i'm I'm trying to think of alternatives
1: and especially the acid bat thing, like one thought that struck me is if he actually um let's say that there was an argument or he was attacked in some way uh the the thing that struck me was with the acid bat, like sure it wouldn't dissolve a person, but it could still be possibly well not healthy and lethal, and if he was being either pushed in or drowned Ugh. or something like that. In you Nevada. think maybe
2: he got out?
1: I'm not sure. Like if he was pushed in and he was assuming that people would try to um like get rid of the evidence and he knew he couldn't get out, yeah. like if he tossed out the contents of because you said it was just the contents of the wallet, not the actual wallet as well.
2: Um I'm not hundred percent actually. I hmm. mean No no but, s-
1: but still, but like dropping keys and stuff that he knew would not be dissolved. And
2: keys is weird. Keys are weird.
1: Yeah, but I mean if he dropped that as kind of a clue so that it wouldn't just be that he uh, was murdered there and then they swept away the evidence.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, I've written down it was the contents of the wallet. Hmm. So yeah, it doesn't mention the wallet. Maybe hmm. I missed it, but sorry.
1: I, I mean, it might have been the material that was actually dissolved.
2: That's yeah, maybe because it was low grade acid. It it was still yeah. acid, but yeah. um, well, I mean, wallets are what typically made of leather or plastic and mm. occasionally canvas. Yeah. Mm.
1: I'm not an acidologist. I'm not sure. I
2: should have looked up more about acids. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is it is pretty strange.
1: Mm. I, and the birthday gifts like months and years in advance. Yeah, I
2: mean. birthday gifts for for kids when when they're months away I, like my mum is very into doing that and like buying stuff throughout the year mm. and I, I've started getting into the habit of it you know, if I see something for someone and I think they'll really love it then, mm. then I buy it then because there's nothing worse than um, running around last minute trying to pick something because you just yeah. pick something crap and yeah but
0: yeah mm.
1: yeah but no, I I have the feeling that this mystery will not be easily solved, not soon at least.
2: Wait, you never know. Remember, we were talking about um, Mr. Darwin in England, the lost canoer last week.
1: Oh right, right.
2: And I mean, he showed up after five years, so who knows? That's true. Maybe it turns out the wife is in on it. I d- I really don't think so,
1: but... but I mean, we say showed up, but he never really left. So <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, can you imagine missing presumed dead? I just <laughs> go on holiday with my wife a lot.
1: <laughs> oh. It is kind of charming though.
2: It is a little bit. Mm. I I have um yeah, it has more entertainment value for me when there's basically no one getting hurt other than the insurance companies.
1: Very true. Very
2: true. Mm. Okay. That's us um we'll be back again next tuesday so Mm. make sure you're subscribed if you haven't already and then you'll you'll get a heads up whenever the next episode drops Mm. we also update our twitter as soon as the new episode is launched if you want to manually refresh your feed
1: and if you if you can if you're on the right platforms please uh rate and review us yeah because we do really appreciate it
2: right rating and reviewing really helps our show so Mm. please do um and if you want to send feedback, comments, uh, corrections, or if you have some interesting theories, you can either um, give us a shout on Twitter at Crime by the Bar or send us an email at Crime by the Bar at gmail.com.
1: And you're always welcome to check out our uh, website at Crime by the Bar dot com for show notes and other extended information or
2: bonus stuff. We try to put the bonuses on there. Let me see if I can find the video, and I'll uh, put mm. it up or at least I'll, link to it this week.
1: I'll uh, I'll see if I can help you.
2: That sounds good. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a good weekend.
1: Thanks for listening, and bye. Bye. I might take a day off on Tuesday again.
2: You can't keep taking days off
1: for this shit.
0: Not. I don't know. I
1: don't have anything better to do. Oh. I'm broken, lonely, and won't go on vacation, so that's fine.
2: Well, yeah, okay, that's fine. <laughs>